the methods of mr sellier a bookstore study by stephen leacock this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. especially for the annual convention of the american booksellers association may fourteenth nineteen fourteen to the booksellers of the united states and canada wish to look about the store oh by all means sir he said then as he rubbed his hands together in an urbane fashion he directed a piercing glance at me through his spectacles you'll find some things that might interest you he said in the back of the store on the left we have there a series of reprints universal knowledge from aristotle to arthur balfour at seventeen cents or perhaps you might like to look over the pantheon of dead authors at ten cents mr sparrow he called just show this gentleman our classical reprints the ten cent series with that he waved his hand to an assistant and dismissed me from his thought in other words he had divined me in a moment there was no use of my having bought a sage-green fedora in broadway and a sporting tie done up crosswise with spots as big as nickels these little adornments can never hide the soul within i was a professor and he knew it or at least as part of his business he could divine it on the instant the sales manager of the biggest bookstore for ten blocks cannot be deceived in a customer and he knew of course that as a professor i was no good i had come to the store as all professors go to bookstores just as a wasp comes to an open jar of marmalade he knew that i would hang around for two hours get in everybody's way and finally buy a cheap reprint of the dialogues of plato or the prose works of john milton or a lock on the human understanding or some trash of that sort as for real taste in literature the ability to appreciate at its worth a dollar fifty novel of last month in a spring jacket with a tango frontispiece i hadn't got it and he knew it he despised me of course but it is a maxim of the book business that a professor standing up in a corner buried in a book looks well in a store the real customers like it so it was that even so up-to-date a manager as mr sellier tolerated my presence in a back corner of his store and so it was that i had an opportunity of noting something of his methods with his real customers methods so successful i may say that he is rightfully looked upon by all the publishing business as one of the mainstays of literature in america i had no intention of standing in the place and listening as a spy in fact to tell the truth i had become immediately interested in a new translation of the moral discourses of epictetus the book was very neatly printed quite well bound and was offered at eighteen cents so that for the moment i was strongly tempted to buy it though it seemed best to take a dip into it first i had hardly read more than the first three chapters when my attention was diverted by a conversation going on in the front of the store you're quite sure it's his latest a fashionably dressed lady was saying to mr sellier oh yes mrs Ressler answered the manager i assure you this is his very latest in fact they only came in yesterday 
as he spoke he indicated with his hand a huge pile of books gaily jacketed in a white and blue i could make out the title in big gilt lettering golden dreams ah yes repeated mr sellier this is mr slush's latest book it's having a wonderful sale that's all right then said the lady you see one sometimes gets taken in so i came in here last week and took two that seemed very nice and i never noticed till i got home that they were both old books published i think six months ago oh dear me mrs Resslier," said the manager in an apologetic tone i'm extremely sorry pray let us send for them and exchange them for you oh it does not matter said the lady of course i didn't read them i gave them to my maid she probably wouldn't know the difference anyway i suppose not said mr sellier with a condescending smile but of course madame he went on falling into the easy chat of the fashionable bookman such mistakes are bound to happen sometimes we had a very painful case only yesterday one of our oldest customers came in a great hurry to buy books to take on the steamer and before we realized what he had done selecting the books i suppose merely by the titles as some gentlemen are apt to do he had taken two of last year's books we wired at once to the steamer, but I am afraid it's too late. But now this book, said the lady, idly turning over the leaves, is it good? What is it about? It's an extremely powerful thing, said Mr. Sellier. In fact, masterly. The critics are saying that it's perhaps the most powerful book of the season. It has a and here mr sellier paused and somehow his manner reminded me of my own when i am explaining to a university class something that i don't know myself it has a a, a power so to speak a very exceptional power in fact one may say without exaggeration it is the most powerful book of the month indeed he added getting on to easier ground it's having a perfectly wonderful sale you seem to have a great many of them said the lady ah oh, we have to answered the manager there's a regular rush on the book indeed you know it's a book that is bound to make a sensation in fact in certain quarters they are saying that it's a book that ought not to and here mr sellier's voice became so low and ingratiating that i could not hear the rest of the sentence oh really said mrs Resslier. well i think i'll take it anyway one ought to see what these talked-of things are about anyway she had already begun to button her gloves and to readjust her feather boa with which she had been knocking the easter cards off the counter then she suddenly remembered something oh i was forgetting she said will you send something to the house for mr Resslier at the same time he's going down to virginia for the vacation you know the kind of thing he likes do you not oh perfectly madam said the manager mr Resslier generally reads works of uh, i think he buys mostly books on uh, oh travel and that sort of thing said the lady precisely i think we have here and he pointed to the counter on the left what mr Resslier wants he indicated a row of handsome books seven weeks in the sahara seven dollars six months in a wagon six fifty net afternoons in an ox-cart two volumes for thirty with twenty off 
i think he has read those said mrs Reslier. at least there are a good many at home that seem like that oh very possibly but here now among the cannibals of corfu yes that i think he has had among the that too i think but this i'm certain he would like uh just in this morning among the monkeys of new guinea ten dollars net and with this mr sellier laid his hand on a pile of new books apparently as numerous as the huge pile of golden dreams among the monkeys he repeated almost caressingly oh it seems rather expensive said the lady oh very much so a most expensive book the manager repeated in a tone of enthusiasm you see mrs Reslier, it's the illustrations actual photographs he ran the leaves over in his fingers of actual monkeys taken with the camera and the paper you notice in fact madam the book costs the mere manufacture of it nine dollars and ninety cents of course we make no profit on it but it's a book we like to handle everybody likes to be taken into the details of technical business and of course everybody likes to know that a bookseller is losing money these i realized were two axioms in the methods of mr sellier so very naturally mrs Reslier bought among the monkeys and in another moment mr sellier was directing a clerk to write down an address on fifth avenue and was bowing deeply as he showed the lady out of the door as he turned back to his counter his manner seemed much changed that monkey book i heard him murmur to his assistant is going to be a pretty stiff proposition but he had no time for further speculation another lady entered this time even to an eye less trained than mr sellier's the deep expensive warning and the pensive eye proclaimed the sentimental widow something new in fiction repeated the manager yes madam here's a charming thing golden dreams he hung lovingly on the words a very sweet story singularly sweet in fact madam the critics are saying it is the sweetest thing that mr slush has done is it good said the lady i began to realize that all customers asked this oh, a charming book said the manager it's a love story very simple and sweet yet wonderfully charming indeed the reviews say it's the most charming book of the month my wife was reading it aloud only last night she could hardly read for tears i suppose it's quite a safe book is it asked the widow i want it for my little daughter oh quite safe said mr sellier with an almost parental tone in fact written quite in the old style like the dear old books of the past quite like here mr sellier paused with a certain slight haze of doubt visible in his eye like uh, dickens and fielding and stern and so on we sell a great many to the clergy madam the lady bought golden dreams received it wrapped up in green enameled paper and passed out have you any good light reading for vacation time called out the next customer in a loud breezy voice he had the air of a stockbroker starting on a holiday oh yes said mr sellier and his face almost broke into a laugh as he answered oh here's an excellent thing golden dreams quite the most humorous book of the season simply screaming my wife was reading it aloud only yesterday she could hardly read for laughing 
what's the price one dollar one fifty all right wrap it up there was a clink of money on the counter and the customer was gone i began to see exactly where professors and college people who want copies of epictetus at eighteen cents and sections of world reprints of literature at twelve cents a section come in in the book trade yes judge said the manager to the next customer a huge dignified personage in a wide-awake hat sea stories certainly excellent reading no doubt when the brain is overcharged as yours must be here is the very latest among the monkeys of new guinea ten dollars reduced to four fifty the manufacture alone costs six eighty we're selling it out oh thank you judge send it yes good morning after that the customers came and went in a string i noticed that though the store was filled with books ten thousand of them at a guess mr sellier was apparently only selling two every woman who entered went away with golden dreams every man was given a copy of the monkeys of new guinea to one lady golden dreams was sold as exactly the reading for a holiday to another as the very book to read after a holiday another bought it as a book for a rainy day and a fourth as the right sort of reading for a fine day the monkeys was sold as a sea story a land story a story of the jungle and a story of the mountains and it was put at a price corresponding to mr sellier's estimate of the purchaser at last after a busy two hours the store grew empty for a moment wilfred said mr sellier turning to his chief assistant i'm going out to lunch keep those two books running as hard as you can we'll try them for another day and then cut them right out and i'll drop round to dawkin and discount the publishers and make a kick about them and see what they'll do i felt that i had lingered long enough i drew near with the epictetus in my hand uh, yes sir said mr sellier professional again in a moment epictetus a charming thing eighteen cents thank you uh, perhaps we have some other things there that might interest you we have a few second-hand things in the alcove there that you might care to look at there's an aristotle two volumes a very fine thing practically illegible that you might like and a cicero came in yesterday very choice damaged by damp and i think we have a machiavelli quite exceptional practically torn to pieces and the cover's gone a very rare old thing sir if you're an expert uh, no thanks i said and then from a curiosity that had been growing in me and that i could not resist that book golden dreams i said you seem to think it a very wonderful work mr sellier directed one of his shrewd glances at me he knew i didn't want to buy the book but perhaps like lesser people he had his off moments of confidence he shook his head a bad business he said the publishers have unloaded the thing on us and we have to do what we can they're stuck with it i understand and they look to us to help them they're advertising it largely and may pull it off of course there's just a chance one can't tell it's just possible we may get the church people down on it and if so we're all right but short of that we'll never make it i imagine it's perfectly rotten haven't you read it i asked dear me no said the manager his air was that of a milkman who has offered a glass of his own milk 
a pretty time i'd have if i tried to read the new books it's quite enough to keep track of them without that but those people i went on deeply perplexed who bought the book won't they be disappointed mr sellier shook his head oh no he said you see they won't read it they never do but at any rate i insisted your wife thought it a fine story mr sellier smiled widely i am not married sir he said end of the methods of mr sellier a bookstore study by stephen leacock read by david wales